game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. And now, the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 chair. Round the boards, Chisong from the right half. will center to that one off the pads of Comrie. What timed on that by Clefbaum save Comrie. Backhander score. What a beautiful set of hands exhibited by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. The best line on paper heading into this game is indeed the best line on the ice tonight as the Edmonton Oilers open the preseason with a 2-0 victory over the Winnipeg Jets. James Neal, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Sam Gagne, the trio this evening. Neal scores in the first period. Nugent Hopkins scoring the goal you just heard late in the second period. That was all lighting the lamp tonight. Pearson and Clefbaum assisting on both goals. We'll talk about their game as we go along. That Swedish defense pairing looking pretty good. In net, good story for the Oilers there as well. A combined shutout. Stewart Skinner started the game, played 33 and a half minutes, 18 saves on 18 shots. Dylan Wells coming in the rest of the way, not as busy. Seven shots on goal, stops them all in 26 and a half minutes, and it all adds up to the 2-0 victory for the Edmonton Oilers. As they start... A busy week here in the preseason. They're in Vancouver tomorrow. We'll have that one for you on 6.30. Chad, 6 o'clock face-off show, game at 8. And then home games Thursday against Vancouver and then Friday against the Calgary Flames. Thanks for tuning in tonight. It is 9.46. We're live in Studio 99, overtime open line. Brought to you by Heartland Ford along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins. We'll have post-game reaction from both dressing rooms as we move along tonight as we... Bring Robin. Well, I mean, you, you looked at the lineups going into this game and you saw Neil, Nugent Hopkins, and Gagne together. And the first thing I thought to myself this morning, and then take a peek at the Jets lineup, and I thought, well, that should be the best line in the game. It turned out that way. And it's a confidence builder for that line as well. You know, the, with Neil coming off a, a season that he'd like to forget in Calgary, uh, moving over in the big trade, a lot of pressure on him. And uh, you want to get off to a good start. Uh, he didn't get off to that in Calgary, trying to impress his new team and his new teammates. Well, he did tonight. And he's going to get every opportunity to play with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, the Nuge has not had uh, a winger with uh, Neil's offensive pedigree in, in, in all the years, well, in a long, long time since since his first couple of years in the NHL. So he needed somebody they could play with. They need to build a second line. Right from the get-go, Dave Tibbet has said that Neil and Nugent Hopkins would start the season together. They want to find some chemistry, and I thought they looked good tonight. And uh, they should, but should doesn't always come through. And tonight they did, and you're going to probably see them play, I would guess, another two, three games together and prepare themselves for the season because uh, they will become a very important line for this team, and this team has not had uh, depth and they're trying to build it, and this is a good way to build it. So this it was a good start for Neil playing with Nugent Hopkins tonight. I thought overall the first 10 minutes for the Oilers weren't that great, maybe a little scrambly, maybe a little puck, a little trouble getting the puck out of their own end, and then when they did get it in the other end, you know, some missed passes, weren't able to maintain much of a forecheck, but it seemed like once they they settled into it that they, they had the, the pretty big territorial edge throughout the game. Well, they should. The, their lineup was much better. When I came into the league, we would have 
you know, two to two and a half weeks of training camp before you played an exhibition game. Nowadays, these guys, I think the first time they were on the ice was Friday, and here we are Monday, and we're already playing games. So they've only skated for three days. You would expect what you saw in the first 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, it was sloppy. Uh, there were a lot of mistakes made, guys running into each other. Passes weren't on. But as the game progressed, the young players of Winnipeg, their energy kind of dwindled a little bit. The first 10, 15 minutes, they had all the energy. And as the game progressed, the veterans of the Edmonton Oilers started to get their feet going, started to get the, the rust off their hands. They started connecting on the plays. And that's when you saw the Oilers take over, especially the two veteran lines. You know, the Sheehan line is uh, three NHL veterans who've got uh, some experience under their belt. And obviously the Nugent Hopkins lines. When they were out there, they controlled the game. And that's what you would expect with the way the lineups were made. On the back end, both goals assisted by Oscar Clefbaum and Joel Pearson. They were paired together. Clefbaum plays 23-01 tonight. Pearson out there for 21-18. He had six shots on goal, a couple others that were that were blocked. He, he showed a willingness to fire away from back there. Well, he knows what his strengths are, and his strengths are with, with the puck on his stick. He, he moves well. He gets into the right position. Uh, you don't see him throwing pucks at shin pads. We've seen other defensemen have come through here before he moves his body laterally on the bent, or on the, the blue line to f try to find a shooting lane and then it's he's not taking howitzers he's not blowing it through anyone but he's putting it in a position where the goalie has to make a save or there's going to be a rebound or there allows the the forward to get a tip and that's what we saw on the kneel goal he just got the puck to the front of the net I, I thought he played a good game now he wasn't challenged defensively and I think that is going to be something that as the preseason moves on you start playing better competition what they do in their own zone when they get uh, pressure and that's going to go with the Jones the Bear the Bouchard those type of players that are fighting for the for, for a spot on this team but first impression was very good for for Pearson yeah so he had six shots on goal Clefbaum had five so they combined for a third 11 out of 33 for the Oilers shots on goal tonight so uh, that's a good little sign there Oilers 53 percent in the faceoff circle tonight leading the way Colby Cave he went eight for 13 for 62 percent so some of the players who you, you mentioned the, the Oilers' top line tonight were good. Clefbaum was good. Pearson steps up. Looking for some of the other young defensemen. That was a storyline going into this game. Let's start with uh, Evan Bouchard, who was the best Oiler through the two rookie games against Calgary and then the clear star yesterday in the scrimmage. I, I thought he looked very comfortable out there. Uh, again, when he has the puck on his stick, he knows what to do with it. Uh, he makes smart plays. He doesn't panic. Uh, he, he knew what he was doing out there. They got exactly what they wanted out of him. I think that was a good first impression. Another step in the progression of Bouchard trying to make the team this year. Oilers win 2-0. Here's head coach Dave Tippett. As the game went on, we got stronger and stronger. That pair, that pair was really good. Clef is just so, Clef's just stable, you know, steady. But uh, Pearson was, he's really smart with the puck, really smart. And uh, they had a good start. It's been a couple of practices in a game, but just thoughts on Nugent Hopkins and Neil together. And uh, you know, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. I thought Nugent was real good tonight. Neil is, you know, he is. He's an opportunistic guy. He's he's looking to score, and uh, hopefully, he gets a lot like those ones tonight where they just bounce up people and go in. You know, that's what scorers do. But they were uh, they were all right tonight. They were all right. I mean, that line had some pressure and. So it's like I say, it's it's early. The game was a little bit scrambly, but I liked what uh, I liked what our D did. I like Lagason was real strong, 
uh, Bush was real solid, you know, so the betting was real good. So it's, uh, and, and both the young goalies were, Wells didn't get tested that much, but uh, uh, Skinner was real sharp on some saves. All in all, it's a good start. I mean, it's, we're trying to feel good about our team and you go out and we're preaching defense for two days and we don't give up a goal. So something to build on. A couple of lines took some time to kind of get into the game, but the one line that gave you some zone time early was Cave's line with Benson and yeah. specifically Russell. Just a comment on, you know, Russell, not everybody talks about him being a guy that's going to be in the mix, but... Good player. He's a good player. You watch him, he does a lot of things right. Does a lot of things right and uh, just smart and positionally sound. Does a lot of good things with the puck. And Kobe Cave has been, he's been real good too. He's been... He's been a nice surprise for me. I'm not sure where I thought he would go, but he's he's a steady, he's a steady, real calm player right now. It's uh, it's good to see from him. Hawes and Nygaard, what'd you think? Uh, struggled early, struggled early. Got pinned in their zone a couple times, so that's you know that's their first game, first game in North America, first real game. So we'll see how it goes, but uh, I think uh, I think both of them will get better than they were tonight. Right, that's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett, courtesy of GCL Diesel, genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices, gcldiesel.com. Oilers beat the Jets 2-0 tonight. Uh, so we said Nugent Hopkins and Neil might take a, a little bit of time to truly gel. Though he's right about Neil, opportunistic score, and wherever we've watched him, Vegas, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Dallas, <laughs> over the years, not so much in Calgary last year, but... He does have the ability to score from mid-range, which would be a welcome addition to the to the Oilers roster, but get around the net, hack it in, hack at it. I mean, he's a relatively big guy, too, to get position in front, and that's how he scored tonight. I mean, well, I know you think all goals are beautiful, Rob, but nothing, <laughs> nothing uh, necessarily beautiful about that goal. I mean, right place, hacks it in off a defenseman. Well, what you like about Neil, he's not a perimeter player. Uh, he's not a guy that's going to stay on the outside and hope for the for the the nice pretty goal or to beat a goalie from 30 or 40 feet out he gets in the trenches he gets tip goals he gets deflections he gets rebounds he shoots from bad angles we saw that in the first period he had one on the goal line tried shooting from the goal line uh he's a he's a shooter and uh if you put enough pucks on net sometimes you get breaks and tonight he got a break with a puck went in off the defenseman's leg but if he wasn't standing in front of the net and he didn't and if he didn't turn around and just put the puck on net that never would have happened so uh, I agree. I, I thought the, the line looked fine. I didn't notice Gagne as much on that line as I noticed Neil and Nugent Hopkins, and I'm sure there's going to be some other players that are going to get uh, an opportunity there to, to try and create some chemistry. And, and I also agree with what Tippett said, too, that uh, uh, Nygaard and, and Haas, I, I didn't notice them as, as much. Um, the games are going to get a little, little tougher as we move on, and they're going to have to separate themselves. Uh, there are opportunities in the bottom six and there's a very short window to make an impression with the coaching staff and, and the general manager. So every opportunity you have, you've got to be your best. And some players took a step forward tonight and some players kind of stayed stagnant. Well, it's interesting you mentioned Patrick Russell and, and Colby Cave and it's, it's going to be interesting to see how those, those lines three and four play out and depending on how you want to group the players there you could even add a dozen names if you go down some guys who aren't Bakersfield last year certainly players who were signed 
you know, Yurko didn't play tonight. Shane was in. Archibald was in. You mentioned the two Euros playing. You know, Marodi's going to get a look. We'll see where Benson fits in. And Cave was on the team last year. Russell was not on the team a lot. But it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting. Tippett brought up, and it, and it seems like that the players that Ken Holland has given Dave Tippett to choose from from those depth roles. You know, there are a lot of guys in their mid-20s. They're not asking a guy who was a scorer in junior, and now you're in the first year in the NHL at 20 or 21, and they're saying, go play line three and four and kill penalties. They're trying to bring in some guys who have had those roles or who have been maybe toiling in the minors a lot of their pro career. They say, okay, we trust you to come up and do this. Now, that's the plan. We'll see mm -hmm. how that plays out. But it seems like Holland's saying, okay, here's a, here's a bunch of guys. We're hoping to find six or seven that can fill those roles. He's looking for some experience on the back end. He's looking for guys that are hungry for an opportunity that may have been bypassed before or, or this is their one shot. Um, and he's, he, he's trying to find players that will feel comfortable in the roles that they're given. Uh, it's, the Oilers have got guys that are going to be on their, their first power play. You know, they got guys that are going to be out there in situations when they need a goal, but what they really need are guys that are uh, willing to do what third and fourth line guys do, and that's hit every chance you got. Get pucks in deep, block shots, penalty kill. And I think that as this moves forward in, in the preseason, they're going to look at what the player brings five on five, but if you really want to separate yourself... If you're a centerman, win face-offs. Right. If you are a winger, have a willingness to do all the right things defensively. But the biggest thing that the Oilers are desperate for is penalty killers. So when you get a chance to, on the PK, you do whatever it takes to keep the puck out of the net. Because that may be the difference with if there are 11 players right now battling for the bottom six... The players that are the best penalty killers, that might be the difference to keep them on the team ahead of someone else. That's a good point. I mean, the Oilers were 30th in the NHL last year in penalty killing, second last. Even if you get up to middle of the pack, I mean, that could be 15 to 20 goals, depending on how many mm -hmm. power plays you're giving up. So that's one way to prevent goals against right there. We got a break for the 10 o'clock news. We'll have more post-game reaction from both locker rooms. Our lines are open at 780-496-0063. You can also text 630-630. And we want to talk about the goaltenders tonight, too. Skinner and Wells, who combined for the shutout. The Oilers opened the preseason with a 2-0 decision over the Winnipeg Jets. Neil and Nugent Hopkins, the goal scorers. Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, live in Studio 99. You're listening to Overtime Open Line, presented by Heartland Ford. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 chair. Turnover by Chase on quick shot on net by Bork, and a save by Stuart Skinner, the Oilers starter in net. All right, Stuart Skinner, 18 saves tonight. He was replaced by Dylan Wells, who makes seven saves as they combine to shut out the Winnipeg Jets 2-0 as the Oilers open the preseason at Rogers Place. Well, goalies did their job. Obviously, Skinner busier, but important saves early in the game when the Jets were the better team. Well, it's something that the Oilers haven't got a lot of over the last couple of years is big saves when they needed it, but a couple of young kids coming in and, and trying to make a name for themselves and uh, make a good first impression, they did. I thought that uh, both goaltenders did everything they needed to do. Uh, they gave the Oilers uh, a chance, especially the, in the first 10 minutes where it was sloppy, and the Oilers did give up a few good goal-scoring opportunities against. Uh, they did a good job, so uh, I think kudos to both. Uh, neither are in the 
plans of the Edmonton Oilers this year up at this level, but they certainly will be finding a workload at whatever level they find down in the minors and try to work their way up so that eventually that they're not just playing preseason games, they eventually want to play a regular season game here. The Oilers' goals tonight scored by Ryan Nugent Hopkins and James Neal. Let's get to James Neal, courtesy of GCL Diesel. Genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices. GCLDiesel.com. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, as obviously we have, you know, it's, it's new, and I think um, as we, uh, you know, play together a little bit more here, uh, you know, we'll get a, a good feel for each other. So I thought, uh, um, you know, right from the get-go, we felt uh, uh, pretty good. I think... Uh, you know, he's, uh, we're very receptive of, uh, you know, criticism and, uh, and just talking through things. And uh, so that's really good. So we were talking all night to turning the bench, just getting a feel for where we're going to be, whether you're jumping on loose pucks, where you want to touch it to, where you want to put it, just all the little things that will help us stay in the offensive zone, create offense and uh, and score. So uh, he's, uh, he's a great player. It was uh, um, really fun to play with tonight. These games seem for a guy who's done as much as you still kind of get you going and in the floor. Yeah, it means a lot, I think, right now. I think, uh, you know, obviously, Obviously, going to a new team and um, building chemistry with your line mates and, and getting to know each other a lot. But I think we got, uh, uh, I said it before, like we got a little bit of a new feel, a little different feel here, I think, with all the, the change. Uh, uh, you know, we got to get used to the coaching. We got to get used to our systems. We got to get used to kind of all the new new guys and uh, the way we're going to play. So uh, this is a big preseason for us, uh, uh, and we need to kind of hit the ground running. We need to be uh, feeling really good about uh, ourselves and, and our game going into game one. It's all right. It's that's up to the coaches. I told Tip uh, whatever he wants to play me, and I, I have no problem playing. Uh, I had a great summer. I feel really good coming into camp. Um, so it's been uh, probably three years since I felt this good coming into camp and being able to uh, have a summer where I could, you know, rest and then start training and, and recover. So uh, I was. Uh, I, I had. Uh, I had, a, I had a good uh, good night. I had a, had a good feeling out there, and it was it was nice to nice to play with Nuge and, and, and uh, get the chemistry going for sure. All right, that's James Neal. He scores tonight. Oilers beat the Jets two nothing. The question there about how many preseason games would he like to play? Okay, I'll throw you a hypothetical here, Rob. You're the coach of an NHL team. Mm-hmm. In, would you approach veterans, stars, and say, "What do you want? Tell me your schedule. Pick the games. Like, how far would you go, and how 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 good would a player have to be, or how veteran would a player have to be for you to have that discussion? Well, I, I think there's certain players over. Like my career, I, I'm sure they went to Mario and said, you know, how many would you like right. to play? I'm sure that anywhere that Wayne was, they, they asked him. But for the most part, I, I don't think you go. I mean, with Connor McDavid, they're going to talk with the doctors about him. What is the best for him? And they'll probably ask what you would like to play. Uh, as a player, it was more fun playing in exhibition than it was because when you're not playing, you're getting bag skated. So that's <laughs> no fun. So the players like playing. It's it's what we do. And But I, I, I don't know. I think Tippett might talk. I mean, he'll be the type of guy that will go around the dressing room and, you know, how you doing, why you feeling, what do you think you need. But at the end of the day, he's going to do what he thinks best for the team and, and get the guys in the games. And it also, the players' play will dictate how many games they play. If, if all of a sudden tonight's game, Nugent Hopkins and Neil didn't have a strong game, they're going to find themselves in more games trying to find some chemistry. Uh, 
and when it comes down to when you're picking the team, they got to make sure they get the right players in the lineup for, for the October opener. So certain players, if it's close, you're going to see certain players playing more and more, trying comparing themselves against each other so that Tippett and the coaching staff and the general manager can decide which players start here and which players start in Bakersfield. We're talking about lines three and four for the Oilers. To me, they're pretty wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I agree. You know, even penciling it in right now it would, be, would be tough. Dreisaitl and McDavid yep. are going to be a pair. It looks like Cassian did enough last season to, to get that first look. So is it? are we really looking, in terms of the top two lines, is it really the other winger for Neal and, and Nugent Hopkins that is the biggest question mark, If just on lines one and two? I, I think you, so, yeah. you're saying Cassian is... Cassian's going to start... his job to lose. Yes, I, I agree. He'd, he'd have to really mess up here in the preseason for him not to start there. Uh, I, I think that there will be an audition, and this is just me guessing, an audition of two or three different wingers that will play with Nugent Hopkins and Neil in the games that they play. Uh, I thought Gagne was okay tonight, but you didn't see any. Like, Can you think of any plays that stand out that Gagne made tonight? Not really. So I think they'll give someone else an aud- audition as well. I think he deserved the one. The, being a veteran of the number of games that he's played, he probably deserved that shot tonight. I wouldn't be surprised if Alex Chason had a, a shot up there. I mean, Alex Chason had a career year last year, mm-hmm. but that career year was because, partly because of who he played with and being on the first power play unit. Now, if he's not there in that first power play unit, now he's playing on a third or a fourth line, uh, those numbers are not going to come even close to what he was at last year. But yeah, I think up front, I think five of the six spots are very solid right now. And it's just who's going to play with Nugent Hopkins on the other side is one of the things we're going to find out here in the next six preseason games. Backhead goal for Nugent Hopkins tonight late in the second period. Here he is. Kind of communicate what we're uh, thinking and uh, what we saw out there. So it was, uh, once we got going, uh, started to find each other more. And yeah, I mean, it uh, I was obviously the first one, but uh, felt good to get it going out there. It was, uh, it's just been a couple practices, but uh, what did you click even maybe better than you might expect, or you're really not sure what to expect when you start playing? Um, well, I mean, maybe a little better than I expect. I mean, you don't know what you're gonna, how you are gonna click, but I mean, with James and and the way I like to play too is we like to come to the puck a lot, like interchanges all the time, uh, kind of always be looking for each other, and that's how he plays. Uh, as the game went on, we started to figure that out about each other too, and um, we found each other a few times. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we we got got to get better from here for sure. It's the, just the first one, but uh, I mean, so far uh, felt pretty good. So just gotta keep going. It's, I mean, it has to be good when good things happen early. I mean, whether they count to the regular season or not, better better than it not happening. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, you want to start off uh, feeling good, playing well. Um, obviously, getting a couple uh, does help the confidence too. And um, like you said, I mean, you don't want to start off by not playing well together, uh, even if it is preseason. I mean, you want to uh, set yourself up for the regular season for sure. All right, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, that goal coming at 19:44, the second period to extend it to two nothing for Oilers. That would be the final damage tonight. You're still going to hear from Oscar Clefbaum. We'll also go into the Jets' dressing room and hear from goaltender Eric Comrie, an Edmonton native, 
still uh, working his way up the Jets depth chart. We are live in Studio 99. You're listening to Overtime Open Line, courtesy of Heartland Ford. This is the Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The Oilers start the preseason by beating the Winnipeg Jets 2-0. Other preseason action tonight. Now, if I say the name of a team twice, <laughs> it's because they're doing split squad, squad games. The Flames lead the Canucks 4-1 halfway through the third. Predators beat the Panthers 6-3. Devils over the Bruins 4-3 in overtime. Jack Hughes, a couple of goals, including the game winner. A couple nice ones, too. I saw those on highlight. Capitals beat the Blackhawks 4-3. Canadians over the Devils 4-2. Islanders down the Flyers 3-1. Eichel in overtime as the Sabres edge the Penguins 5-4. Predators beat the Panthers 1-0. So they won both of those games. The doubleheader in Nashville, 6-3 and 1-0. Blues over the Stars, 2-zip. Canucks beat the Flames 3-2 in overtime. Vertanen got the game winner. He had two tonight. Oh, and the Canucks got uh, Brock Besser, three-year deal. Yeah, it's a huge, huge contract for, for Besser and huge, huge addition for the Vancouver Canucks. They are a team that I think they're a much better hockey club. I think they, they are a team that will push for a playoff spot this year, and Besser will be a big part of that. And then a lot of eyes on Winnipeg with Line A and Connor. And, and I mean, is it you'd have to think they got to sign Line A first. Well, I guess, but I guess it all depends on what he's asking for. Look at the, the Winnipeg Jets have been a model of consistency for the last number of years. They've been a playoff team mm-hmm. and, and a very good team in the Western Conference. They are this year without Truba, who's gone, without Myers, who's gone, and now they got both Connors and Lionet not signed. I mean, if, that, if they don't sign for the start of the season, the Winnipeg Jets, they may have a deep team, but that is four very good players that aren't, might not start the season for the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, they're an interesting team, I mean, because they, they really looked like, and I'm not saying they don't, but the cap kicks in when you have a lot mm-hmm. of good players. You have to let players go or trade them. And they, they were really a model of here's how you draft, here's how you make a couple clever trades yep. without may taking a huge risk, maybe a couple smart signings to round out your roster. Like it, it looked like there's building a team 101. And then, you know, now you wonder in that division, that's a pretty good division. I mean, they got the Stanley Cup champ. Colorado was pretty good. Dallas probably got a little better. And I mean, Dallas was a goal away from knocking off St. Louis. That's true, In the too. second round. And then who knows what happens. Nashville. <laughs> Nashville's still Nashville. They, I mean, they've added. So. They've gotten better, too. So, yeah, no, it's uh, the teams in the Western Conference that the Oilers are chasing. A number of them got better in the offseason. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there are a few of them. Calgary, Colorado, Winnipeg, who have very good players right now unsigned. And it'll be interesting to see now that Marner's done, now that Besser's done, it'll be interesting to see for all those players yeah. if they find themselves somewhere in between those numbers and if they'll get done sooner rather than later. Yeah. And, it, and it's not unusual, and it doesn't always mean there's a huge rift or bad. I mean, Darnell Nurse missed a couple yep. of days of training camp last year. It he happens. worked it out. He came in. It, it happened. And I think, too, well, you, were, you were a player, so you would know, but there must be some little inkling in your head was say, oh, geez, all my buddies are back, and I'm sitting here not, not involved. Yeah, well, I mean, Marner talked about it. He, he wanted to be at camp. He did not want to miss any, any time. And he saw, in, in Toronto, they saw what happened with Nylander. And, you know, he missed, you Good know, point. a few months yeah. of his season, and he wasn't the same player. He had an off year. And uh, Marner's coming off back-to-back great seasons. He's a 
incredibly talented young man. He wanted to get it done as quick as he could so that he could be back doing what he does best. And uh, hockey player, I mean, we don't hockey players don't live on a January to December calendar like everyone else right. in the world is. <laughs> they have workout time, they've got training camp time, they got game time, and, it, and that's that's your whole life. And they've most of us were like that from the time we were five years old. So Marner knows when September first comes around, he's supposed to be at a training camp somewhere, and he wanted to be there, and he loves being in Toronto. They've got a they've got a, a, a really fun hockey team to watch. But as my son told me the other day, they've got four guys signed for over $40 million. Half their cap is signed in four players. Well, they have three of the seven highest paid players in the league in terms of the annual average value of the That's contract. right. And then you That's... throw in Nylander's $6 million. All of a sudden, there's your $40 million for four players. Now you got less than $40 million for the remaining 18 guys. It makes it a little hard to build depth on your team. Monday Night Football, Browns over the Jets, 23-3. Jack Michaels celebrating that one. and here He doesn't get to place. celebrate very often. No. Yeah, they might be okay this year. And uh, here at Rogers Place, Oilers over the Jets, 2-0. The Jets goaltender tonight, this young man, Eric Comrie. Well, Eric, from up above, uh, we thought you looked pretty good tonight. How did it feel in the crease? Felt good. Felt good to get back out there. I mean, it's uh, been a while since I played, and uh, just a lot of fun. When you look at the game tonight, uh, I think it was 33 shots that uh, came your way. Did you feel, I know you told me before the game that you wanted to kind of relax and let the puck come to you. Did you play the game you wanted to? I felt for the most part, yeah. I mean, of course, it's my first game in a long time, so it's going to be a couple uh, jitters here and there and a couple getting used to guys you haven't played with. But for the most part, I felt I did a pretty good job of uh, executing my game plan. Having said that, Eric, you're waiting for that first opportunity. Oh, there's got a great chance about 10 minutes in. Was it good to get that big save in there and kind of get your wheels underneath you? For sure. I think you're talking about the one where it was dumped in the corner yeah. and it was, I wanted to play it. it. The puck never came to me, so it was hard. To, I couldn't actually play it or else I would have got a penalty. And yeah. then uh, went on to the front. I just tried to get set and to my middle decrease as quick as I could. And puck hit me and I got the whistle. What can you do as a goalie? I mean, obviously, on Neil's goal, it's just bad luck, right? It hits him in the shin pad and. He, and it lands right in his stick. I mean, that's just really nothing you can do on that is, right? It's one of the joys of being in the, in the position. <laughs> just got to let it brush off you and have some fun the rest of the way. Being the first preseason game, is this the confidence builder that you wanted it to be this early in, in camp in the preseason schedule? For sure. I felt good, but once again, this is day one, preseason game one. I just going out there, just tried to get my feet set under me, and uh, I felt I had a lot of fun, and uh, the guys played really hard. What do you want to take from camp? Last one, guys. Um... Just continue to get better every day, gain more experience every single day, and just work as hard as I can and try and uh, just get better as a pro and as a person. Eric Comrie from the Winnipeg Jets, Edmonton kid Scott Johnson, working the visitors' locker room tonight. We want to uh, bounce back down to the Oilers' dressing room uh, one more time here if you have it ready to go. Kellen, here is a guy who had two assists tonight, defenseman Oscar Clefbaum. I think it was, he was good on his own. Um, I just remember when I came over here, it's, uh, it's a big transition going for the big ice uh, over in Sweden when you have a lot of, a lot of time and a lot of structure to, to come over here and, and the ice is smaller and you don't have that much time and people everywhere and they're skating and, and try to hit you. So uh, it's a big difference, but I think he, he played a very solid first game. Oscar, on a personal level, I know the standings don't really mean much in terms of points, but when you pick up two assists, how much does that kind of help your confidence in knowing that you're getting the ball rolling early here in the preseason? Obviously, it's nice to, to get some points early. Um, it's good for the confidence, like you said, but um, I'm happy for you to win the game. Um, the points doesn't really matter for, for my own part. Obviously, it's nice to get some confidence early here, but as long as we keep on winning and we play uh, good as a team, I'm happy. What's the... 
person has to learn in North America that you do not many stretch passes like in Europe where you can pass the buck 60 feet. Here it's a no. 10 foot pass through yeah. a skater. Yeah. What I learned coming over here is just create your own time. You got to sprint back to the puck as fast as you can just to get a second so you can get your head up and make that 10 foot pass. Um, if you go back slowly and think you got to have a lot of time and wait for force to swing and then make a touchdown pass, that's not going to happen in this league. Um, it's too good for that. So, But I think it's going to be better the, the longer the season goes on. And, and like I said, I think he played a, a solid game and it feels really good to be on his side. Oscar Clefbaum, two assists. Joel Pearson, two assists. Neil and Nugent Hopkins get the goals, Rob. Oilers beat the Jets 2-0. Yeah, it was a good start to the preseason. They got everything they wanted to accomplish tonight. Good, solid game. Some of the players impressed. Shutout. Most importantly, they got a victory. You get more on 630Ched.com. We're right back at it tomorrow. 6 o'clock face-off show game at 8 as the Oilers visit the Vancouver Canucks. Thanks to Troy Bowler, our engineer at Rogers Place. Kellen Kennedy, the studio producer this evening. We've been live in Studio 99, overtime open line presented by Hartland Ford. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Have a great night.